That offensive line, uh, you helped spark one of the best rushing attacks in the MIAA last year. And you, Brendan, Keith, kind of three veterans. You all kind of started together there 2021. And coming into it, your fifth year in the program as a season starter, just uh, what's that excitement level like? Just seeing what that position group has done together. Yeah, uh, O-line-wise, um, super exciting. Like you said, me, Keith, Brendan. Me and Brendan have been here since 2018, so we've gotten to know each other for a good long time. And our chemistry on the field, especially between me and Brennan, since we're both on the right side, is it's crazy. We can do things together. We don't have to say one word. He can look at me a certain way, and I'll know exactly what we're supposed to be doing and what he wants to do. And same goes to the other side of the ball. Keith, he's going to be so good for us this next year. Um, hope we get a new transfer, a few transfers in to fill up uh, the little spots we got. But... I'm excited to see what we got. We're all getting so much stronger. I'm like so excited to see what we can do now that, uh, you know, if we get to the end zone, maybe we can score this time. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much. I, I think we're going to be great. Just got to make sure we stay healthy. I mean, that's really the only biggest concern, make sure we all stay healthy. So. <laughs> CJ, how have you kind of handled this uh, schematic change going to a 3-4? A coach talked about, you know, you guys are going to have like a more true nose guard up front there and uh, some experience back on that side, a lot of new linebackers. Uh, just yeah, talk to me through kind of what that change has been like. Uh, yeah, it's definitely changed, you know, being here since 2018, got here the same year as Evan, and, you know, always we've only known one defense, right? So so now that going into my last year, learning a completely new defense, is it's good because it's opening my eyes to different aspects. I've never played a 3-4 before. Before, so this is the first time and it's a little different having one less defensive lineman out there but I think we've adjusted well the plays that we run and the way that we do things uh, it really opens up a lot of opportunities for both the defensive line and linebackers to make explosive plays and those explosive plays you know will uh, lead to victories and wins uh, and success as the season goes on um, a, another big emphasis about this new defense is uh, the emphasis on turnovers uh, we put a big emphasis on that coach from day one came in and um, has told us the expectations and standards that he has on us creating turnovers and forcing turnovers to put our offense in successful situations to win the game. So those are pretty much the biggest changes. Um, it's a little faster maybe, but uh, it's been fun. I enjoy it. I feel like a big thing you guys hit on you know, talking with you is outside of this and also in media day is the culture change. I mean, talk me through that. You know, what have you guys seen as you know the seniors, the 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 generals of this team? You know, kind of that cultural change. So for me uh, personally, the biggest culture change is like one thing is uh, discipline from guys. Uh, it doesn't take a coach telling a guy to do this for him to want to go do that and to do it to the highest level that he can do it. You know, guys are very self-disciplined now. We know what we, what it takes and we know what we need to do in order to win games and to be successful. And so the the that would say, I would, I would say that's one of the biggest uh, changes is the self-discipline uh, aspect as well as accountability within uh, the team from the players itself. It's not only just the accountability from coaches, coaches holding players accountable, but players holding players accountable. And um, knowing that, you know, no excuse or no, there's no reason, you know, no, not to let any excuses slide, you know, and not to, you know, guys hold each other to an expectation, to a standard, just like the coaches hold us to. And I think that's created a big change overall throughout the whole team. Yeah, so pretty much what he said. <laughs> I would say uh, this year we are trying to, Coach said in the 
conference room. There's emphasis on player-led. And this year, this summer, uh, a few of the seniors and older guys, guys who've shown out, uh, showed up in the weight room, stand out. We've come together to try to, I want to say make a formula, but kind of like, we call it our four pillars. Um, communication, uh, family, uh, work ethic, and selflessness. And not specifically in that order, but <laughs> we were trying to emphasize those four things and there's little sub things I can go into, but that's what we want this team to be about. We want everybody to work hard together for each other as a family. And we got to do all that. We know we have to communicate properly. We got to make sure we're not bringing each other down. And some people are different. Like people will say things and mean mean it completely. You can come off like a, a jerk, but you're really just meaning the best. And that's, we're just trying to figure out everything and how to get to the younger guys. How the young guys can understand what we're talking about without us thinking that we're just jerks trying to yell at them. And I think the culture has come a long way since then. We had a whole presentation we gave to the whole team about what these should be the expectations. And the team agrees with us for mostly everything. There's a few little nicks and nannies in there, but the culture will change. It's continuing to change. Um, the new guys that just got here see that culture. The freshmen, we had some freshmen say, I appreciate you guys keeping us in track. And I was, I was curious. I was like, why? <laughs> but I get it. Like he wants, he wants to be up there with us, you know. So I think that culture does go a long way, and I think it's going to continue to go even further once we're gone. Hopefully that will stick, and that this program can really build into something much more than it has been. Oh. You talk about that weight room. I mean, seeing you guys, everyone just—you guys have all grown in this off season. Are you kind of hoping to come out week one and kind of surprise people who come out to watch you guys play? Most definitely. I feel like, especially as O line, um, I'm not saying we were small last year, but I feel bigger now for sure. Like I've squatted the most I've ever squatted in my life. I've benched probably almost as much as I've ever benched. And there's a lot of motivation behind that, too. Everyone wants to get bigger. I'm always encouraging my old linemen. I'm like, that's all you can do, really? We got a freshman who's stronger than that. So I feel like once we get there, yes, I hope I hope we do surprise people because I was talking to the, um, the quarterback for Washburn. He said we were good last year. And I said, you think we were good last year? Be ready for this year because it's going to be a whole new team. Um, I guess I'll start with you, uh, CJ, just kind of to summate all we just said here. You know, it is an exciting era, a lot of change, new coach. Evan, you mentioned this team being on the brink of maybe doing something great these last few years, just coming up a little bit short. That said, given the ch uh, the challenge of this league that we play in, how do you manage expectation going into this year? I mean, obviously everyone wants to go to the playoffs, win the league, so on and so forth, but just, you know, given what you guys have been through these last few years and all this change, just how do you kind of define a successful season? Is it wins and losses? Is it more than that? Uh, that's, that's a good question. I mean, I guess you can define a successful season based off more than just wins and losses. Uh, you could define the success based off the progress that you made from the season that you did before. So, you know, really that's important to us is to have a better season than we did last year. Um, but in order to do that, you know, we just got to take it day by day, week by week. We can't look forward to week two, week three opponents 
you know, we're, we're on week one, folks on week one, and, you know, once you get past that hurdle, you know, you move on to the next one, and that's that's just how we're going to take it each day, season by season. You know, we've been doing it all summer. We're just going to continue to work hard uh, mentally, physically, do everything we can to prepare ourselves for every game, every situation that we could be in, and so that when that time comes, we're able to overcome all those obstacles and that we can win those games. And obviously, you know, it, it's not guaranteed we'll win every single game or anything like that. But, and, you know, perfection is not always guaranteed. But we're going to strive for that. And we're going to strive and we're going to work our best every day, week in, week out, um, all season long and all summer long to be able to put ourselves in that right position to win those games. Evan, anything to add on that? Uh, I want to say one thing. Our new strength coach has been saying this a lot lately. He's been saying success comes before winning. I believe he says, and it's kind of, it's kind of a weird phrase because you think about it, you're like, but if you win, you're successful. But if you're successful, then you'll win. So it's kind of it goes both ways. But the way he's talking about it is like, if we're successful now with these workouts and what we're doing, and the mindset we're trying to achieve, we're successful in what we're trying to do right now. We will win games. And we will win many games if we continue to be successful and continue to strive for that top level of success to win this game. So I think, like you said, it's going to be a lot going on. Everyone's really excited, and we're all bought in, so yeah.